Green Pastures are the weekly devotions published by Vineyard Boise, consisting of four parts, the reading, the reflection, the question, and the prayer. Green Pastures for Tuesday, January 24th. Just what kind of book is this? Today's scripture reading is found in Jonah chapter 1, verse 17 from the message translation, which reads, Then God assigned a huge fish to swallow Jonah. Jonah was in the fish's belly three days and nights. This is God's word. Okay, this may be God's word, but just what kind of story is this? I mean, seriously, he's swallowed by a whale? Okay, not a whale technically, but a great fish. Like, that really helps a whole lot. After an angry God chases him down, causing a violent sea storm that immediately calms when he's heaved overboard and he somehow survives inside this great fish for at least 72 hours as that fish makes its way back to the Palestinian shore where he's unceremoniously upchucked like a hairball right back where he started? Seriously? We're supposed to take this seriously? Why, yes. Yes, we are. But not because we can verify it historically or demonstrate it aquatically or scientifically. So we can only take seriously what we can verify historically or demonstrate scientifically. Historical verification is thrilling and illuminating and highly relevant, just ask any archaeologist. And the scientific process of hypothesis and experimentation is invaluable. But are the biggest truths in life ultimately subject to verification and experimentation? May I ask, what about the realm of imagination? Imagination that transcends what can be verified or demonstrated through experimentation. What about the meaning that we find there on a regular basis? From detailed musings on the Force in the Star Wars universe, or on the multiverse of the Marvel world, or of Middle-Earth history and linguistics among Tolkien enthusiasts. Don't even get me started on Star Trek, or heaven forbid, Harry Potter. My point is that this is just scratching the surface of just a few modern ways we regularly engage in what I would contend is a much more enduring and shaping and meaningful dynamic of the imagination. We're talking about more than make-believe here. We're talking about truths requiring more than a laboratory and an archaeologist's spade. We're talking about more than mere escapist fare. We're talking about vehicles of the imagination that lead into the very heart of the realities confronting us in the wide world. This is what we encounter in the body of ancient literature we know as the Hebrew Bible, a diverse literary collection in which not merely human, but the divine imagination, what John calls the Logos, is unleashed. The divine imagination that doesn't need CGI to quite literally speak worlds into being, or an embryo in the womb of a virgin, or sight to eyes that have never seen, or an aquatic beast perfectly suited to swallow a man whole like a living submersible. To seriously enter into such an imagination-charged library is to enter into a worldview that is anything but flat and explainable and demonstrable. 
No, there'd be layers to this world. Which is why if you stick with me long enough in these devotions, you'll hear me also quote the poem by Mary Oliver that she calls The World I Live In. She writes, I have refused to live locked in the orderly house of reasons and proofs. The world I live in and believe in is wider than that. And anyway, what's wrong with maybe? You wouldn't believe what once or twice I have seen. I'll just tell you this. Only if there are angels in your head will you ever possibly see one. So the real question here is not, can you swallow this story? But rather, much more significantly, will you let yourself be swallowed by it and then see where it takes you? So as you pause for a moment of personal reflection and prayer, ponder, what kind of a world do you live in, really? Do you live in a world bounded by what can be explained or verified or proven through this or that means? What place does imagination play in your own life? Or have you been trained to either tame it or outright kill it? Why do we resist allowing this story, not only of Jonah, but of the entire ancient library we know as the Bible, to truly swallow us? Where are we afraid it might take us? Lord, I so love my proofs, my reasons, my facts. God, how I love my facts. And yet life is so much more so much more than an accumulation of verified and verifiable facts, verified today and debunked tomorrow after the latest study or discovery, and then the one after that, and the one after that, ad infinitum. Lead me beyond this orderly house of reasons and proofs to the wider world of you and of the divine imagination that makes all things new. I'm tired of thrashing about. Swallow me whole, O great fish, and take me where you will. Through your mercies.